right now um, there are uh, there are a few Hello? Skype channels open. And uh, hey, looks like we've got Glenn. How's it going? You and then we lost him. No. Stop it. <laughs> Come on, join in. I was so close. We saw him. He was there. Uh, Glenn, uh, a.k.a. Ninglendo, of course, as you may know him, is uh, very well known for his amazing Nintendo skills. Hence the name. I mean, come on. <laughs> of all the names that could be put into a uh, video game company's name, Glenn has the perfect name. And Nintendo is the perfect fit. Because Ninglendo is probably the best nickname anyone could ever have, I think. And there he is. Uh, now let's hear you. Can we hear you? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, fantastic. Fantastic. Yay! Is there any way to tilt your camera down a little bit? See a little more of you? Yes. yes. <laughs> now go too far. Just a hair. There it is. Ah, that's a nice frame. There it is. Well, shoot. Um, I I don't know about the picture-in-picture. Picture. I couldn't okay. get XSplit to work. That's all right. Um, but well, I can, I can do gameplay straight from my capture card. Okay, great. All right. Well, well, when it gets time for that, you go for it. So hopefully we can get Michael up here. But if you, um, you've probably been chatting with Michael about your topic today. So you've got 344 people who are watching right now. Uh, I, would, I would just go for it. Is Michael not here right now? He uh, is trying to Skype in here, uh, just for some reason having a tremendous problem. <laughs> and Skype or no Skyping? Um, Skype or no Skyping? Exactly. I use I use that uh, I use that earlier uh, Dora the Explorer reference. And yeah, it's pretty bad, but it works. Hey, Supernautics. What's the agenda? He's, well, last weekend, we, uh, me and Michael had the honor and the privilege to uh, attend the uh, Icon Art Gallery in Fairfield, that, uh, the Twin Galaxies trading a card event and everything. And yeah, it, was, awesome. it was phenomenal. If you're a part of the Twin Galaxies community and you missed out, I'm sorry, but you missed out on a really good event. I know, I wanted to go. There was probably the best gamers in the country. Well, not all of them, but a, a bunch of them. And the funny thing is, is at a gaming event like that, you would expect people to uh, sit there and play games all day and I'd never once seen people really play games. Everybody was just enjoying themselves and having a good time and just hanging out. And I got to meet a ton of really cool people there that I've never met before. And, of course, I got to uh, hang out with friends that I only get to see, you know, every maybe like two or three times a year. So, Dan, are you going to be able to go to the Kong-Off? Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the Kong-Off. You're going to the Kong-Off, huh? Oh, yeah. 
I've been to all of my campus this one. My this will be my be first, a, actually. <laughs> my intention is to be a main competitor, so. Another thing I want to touch on is the Aikby ended. The tournament results are in. Yep. And uh, congratulations, Dan. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Being a part of that team that won that. For people that don't know, the Igby was the Internet Gaming Bash of the Year. And what happened was they had a bunch of websites and scoreboards come together, gather the best players, and have a tournament. And uh, Donkey Kong Forum ended up winning the tournament. Am I correct? Yep. Yes, we did. It was fun. A lot of good, uh, a lot of people played. There was, was a Retro uh, Uprising. Didn't Retro Uprising come in second? Yes, they did. And third was Galloping Ghost. I do believe yes, so. Yes, yes, Galloping Ghost came in third. Which is a phenomenal arcade if anybody's in the uh, Chicago area. Over 400 arcade games in that building. And they have the Primal Rage 2, the prototype. Wow. Yeah, I heard about that. That's but you've, cool. you've probably seen that. Doc, Doc had the, uh, that video where he was uh, showing it off. Yeah, the only known uh, PCB in existence. Yeah, there's a... We should everybody... have uh, uh, William come in and tell some stories about... His experience at the uh, Twin Galaxies card event. Well, I would be happy to. Okay, okay. Uh, where will I start? Well, uh, not too many people know who I am. I'm kind of a shadowy figure in the whole Twin Galaxies community. Uh, what I've been doing for the past six years has been attending the Fun Spot tournament. I am a data architect by trade, but I also am a very passionate photographer. So everywhere I travel, I bring my camera with me. So for the past six years, I've been collecting photos from places like, you know, the Kong Off 3 event or any of the Fun Spot events, anything like that that I go to. And when I, I knew that this, um, the trading card event was taking place because it was, you know, word of mouth and being advertised. I just, I, I've been traveling so much lately, I didn't think I'd be able to go. So what I, uh, it was a very last minute for me to go and what I decided to go because I found out they wanted to recreate the uh, the iconic Life magazine photo of those original um, competitive gamers you know Joel West, Billy Mitchell, Steve Sanders, those guys and that was an awesome photo that they had and I just I knew that if I had the chance I was going to take that chance and go and make sure that I was the photographer to do that photo and William you so, did an amazing job too I just oh like to thank you that. thank you so much that was the hardest, uh, the toughest conditions and the most um, important shot, shoot, I guess, uh, that I ever did. And I've taken pictures of tens of thousands of people. I'm a race photographer, so I have, you know, hundreds of thousands of photos of individuals, not that many group shots. So that was quite a different uh, thing for me. But I just, I just did, I did my best. So the, per the pictures aren't perfect, but they really, they can't be perfect. The perfect picture would be gray, right? 18% gray is the average of all photos ever taken. So I'm very happy with what I did. 
I and it was, like it, I said, you did an amazing job, and you covered the the entire event too. I worked my butt off. I, I traveled to Peoria and because Joel West was coming in from North Carolina and he would pick me up at the airport. Then we were going to, and we did, we drove to uh, Fairfield from there. He was delayed by about eight hours. So I was stuck in the airport with nothing to do. I was just, you know, I was so bored. But when we got to Fairfield, you know, people were already heavy into the swing of things. The, the, the town was partying. It was so cool. They had the big jazz festival going, and, and I just couldn't believe it because I, I thought I was going to be walking into a little farm town or something, and, and you know, it, I, I didn't think that it would be nearly as exciting as it was. It was so cool. So I, I took photos of people checking out the gallery. I took photos with people wanted their, their picture with Billy Mitchell or Walter Day or anybody. Um there's a couple pictures of me. I'm very happy. Joel took my camera and took some shots of me, and they turned out pretty nice. Usually, I don't make it into the into any of the shots. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of work, but it was so much fun. And Walter Day said to me, he took me and he said, "You know, William. He calls me William, but most people call me Bill or Data God." <laughs> he Data said, God. "You know, yeah." He said, "This <laughs> isn't about the competitive games. This isn't about." challenges this isn't about gaming this is about friendship and bringing people together in the spirit of friendship that's why he makes these cards it's to honor people it's to make people feel good about themselves and to have, give them a desire to come to this event in order to be with other people and we all have a shared passion for for video games and uh, some of us have other interests as well of course but you know there's there's so many genres in in video games there's you know retro there's new games there's classic arcade games but to see so many people that personally I've, I, I'm friends with on Facebook, but then to meet people, you know, face to face like that, that's such a cool experience. And then it's, it's like we're friends that we've known each other for years. Yeah. It was uh, an, an amazing experience. Um, all day, all night Friday, I was taking pictures of people just having fun. And then Saturday was a long day as well. I got a, a very happy with the group photo inside the museum at the cake cutting ceremony. And then I got some pretty cool shots. Uh, I was on stage. I, I uh, that I don't know if you remember, but I, I was trying to walk very quietly <laughs> across the yeah. stage. But I had yeah. I had some pretty heavy shoes on. Well, I'm a heavy guy, and the, <laughs> the stage was creaking like it was about to collapse in one spot. So I was I was getting quite nervous um, <laughs> walking near the front because it seemed to be like some sort of attachment to extend the stage out a bit. But I still got some uh, beautiful photos. Uh, yes, I, Michael. Uh, Sroka, uh, he was standing with you know the other journalists, and I got a, a really cool shot behind them. So I have a thousand photos to go through. I've gone through about fifteen percent of them. Um, I've just wow. been focusing on ones people have been asking for. But what I did, because I knew it was important to this is such an important thing. I, I shot raw. Normally, uh, I'll shoot raw plus JPEG, but I just I forgot about that part, so I just shot uh, camera raw. And that means I have to process every individual photo before I can post it. If I had RAW plus JPEG, then the JPEGs are saved as well. They're not, they don't look nearly as, as good, and, they, and I can't you know, uh, fiddle with all the settings. But the reason those photos look so nice is because of the RAW settings on the camera I was using. Like I, like I said so on I that one Facebook thread, too, you're pretty much one of the backbones of the entire event. 
Well, I thank you so much for saying that, but I'm just the guy that showed up. You know, I mean, there's so many people that just showed up, right? Like if you look at all the people who brought the arcade cabinets or people that uh, purchased uh, items that were for sale that would help go towards the next event, you know, they, they raised a lot of money. And, and you know, uh, that town had a huge infusion of commerce of all the people that came there for this event, people that, that rented hotel rooms or motels or ate in the restaurants. Like, you know, it, it was a big deal for that town. And I think we all played our part. Um, I, I was very privileged uh, and, and thankful that the young man who was their official photographer, his camera broke. <laughs> I won't say how <laughs> it broke. <laughs> but I'm, It's like an act of God. Sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was quite happy that happened, and uh, not I mean I I feel bad for the guy too right, but you know and I'm sure his photos would have been nice, but that's why I brought all my gear with me, because I you know I believe that if if you set your sights on something and if you uh, have enough energy you will get it done, and you know I try to be nice to people who uh, I meet because people might not remember what you say but they will remember how you make them feel so i always try to make people feel good about being there or about being in the shots and you know when i'm up on the ladder waiting you know i've got 150 people staring at me that's nerve-wracking so i just kind of oh, yeah. you know i chit chat with the crowd and try to uh you know flirt with the ladies and make them feel good <laughs> and have everybody smile and then yeah. you know george george gave me some grief because he said that i only took one photo he said you traveled all this way and you only took one photo i'm really angry <laughs> but you know when i said smile everybody i had already taken 10 photos i was just you know my mouth just runs i'm just trying to get the crowd uh relaxed and, and getting them ready so I had a really great time. I highly recommend it to anyone. You know, if you if you love uh, the sense of community, if you love common interests, this is like going to Comic-Con or something like that where everyone wants to be there and they're all having fun, but it's more intimate. You know, uh, the, the people, it's, it's not as big, but it's because it's not as big, you can really have deep conversations with people or just have, you know, you go to the bar next door and, and watch people play the guitar and listen to the music. It was a really fun experience. And you're right. There wasn't that many people playing games. I played about eight games of Robotron and there's three of the top Robotron players in the world there. And I still got the number two high score on the machine because <laughs> they weren't playing. <laughs> the only thing I played the entire weekend was, a half a game of Double Dragon 2 with Soroka and a, and a game of uh, 1943 for the NES. That's all I played the entire time. Where did, where did you play 1943? Uh, Liz had an after party. Oh, yes. I couldn't make it. I was so tired. I, I still haven't recovered. I and I'll, I'll tell you one thing that I learned, too, playing that game with Soroka, is if me and him ever wanted to start a two-player like world record chasing team, It'd be on because all of our moves were like so in sync with each other. Even like climbing a ladder or just taking a jump, it was pixel perfect on top of each other. Nice. And what game was that? Uh, Double Dragon 2 for the NES. Oh, Double Dragon 2. Yes, of course. It was a fun time. And, and going back to what you said before about like how when people get their trading cards and their awards, like the smiles, like Stroke even put that in his speech. The he said the greatest art that 
Walter's ever done is the smiles on people's face when they get those trading cards and awards. Right. It it really is an honor. And, you know, I've heard people say, oh, it's not an honor if everyone gets one. Well, it is if you're building a community, and that's his way of honoring people who are taking part in what he's passionate about. You know, I mean, this this man has been doing this for 30 years, and it was so cool. He, there is a man that walked past, I, I don't know his name, but in one of the, the movies, probably Chasing Ghosts, Walter mentioned that he was working in the oil industry, and he was writing a book with this co-author. And he was fed up one night, he had enough, and he said, I'm going to go play Space Invaders. Oh, what's that? Oh, sorry. His The friend said, let's go play Space Invaders. And Walter said, what's that? And then... You know, he played it and he never looked back, right? He left everything yep. and just focused on video games. That guy was there. You know, I got a picture of the two together. It was really a neat story. So to get a card, uh, you know, he, he did a couple for uh, my arc. I do arcade culture magazine. I'm not sure if uh, people are familiar with that. It's just, a, it's, a, it's not a real magazine. Don't tell anyone. But it's just goofy <laughs> covers, right? Things that happen in the community uh, or, you know, someone that entertains me, like I find them funny, like Alan Stahl, right? He's hilarious. So I put him on a cover, you know, and I just give it a goofy story. And, you know, th- it's the same thing. It makes people laugh. It's it's funny. I get to use my my, if they're my photos, then it's my own photography skills at work and my uh, limited Photoshop. Um, so I, I put out these arcade culture magazines just, just to try to keep the buzz going in between, uh, you know, Richie Knuckles has the show uh, arcade culture, but it's not on every week. So I would do these covers just to try to keep people entertained in, in the meantime, or if someone gets a, a, a world record, you know, or they've set a, a new marathon, then I was, you know, taking part in, in those activities as well. So I love doing that. And so I brought a whole bunch of those covers with me, and I gave them out. So I understand what Walter's doing by by honoring people with these cards. But I also know that costs a lot of money. And, you know, people uh, don't realize, but, like, all these cards that are printed, the, the money's coming from, from somewhere, right? Like, it's not yep. – uh, I, I have no idea how many cards that man has printed, but I know he's designed well over a 1,000, you know. And it's like so thirty people, bucks for like a stack of like a couple hundred too. Yeah. So and look uh, at how many cards we see. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. So what you know, for the next event, I think that leading up to it, if Walter can can, you know, put his posters online and people can can purchase them, and that money goes to him and towards the next event or the next round of cards, I think that would be great. It'd be a great way for the for all the people who've been honored by him, to to not pay it back, because I don't like that word, but, but you know, to, to, to share and to yeah. help him too, right? To help him continue <clears throat> what he loves doing. And that's friendship. Oh, yeah. I'm playing some Mega Man 2 tonight before mm-hmm. the old Moon Patrol. Mega Man 2! Mega Man 2, one of my favorite NES games of all time. But I think it's on a, a lot of people's favorite lists. Because it's a damn good game. I got an interesting story to tell. <laughs> About the weirdest breakfast that I ever had. And it was during that the card event. 
So, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Um, we had like an hour and a like roughly an hour and a half to kill before the the photo shoot for that reenactment. And so we all had the idea to go to breakfast at the uh, 2nd Street Cafe in Otumwa. And it was, first it was me and Liz Leffler, John Hunter, Ken House, uh, his old lady Tina, and Steve Sanders. Don't say say old lady. Come on, man. (laughs) I don't know. Young bride. His, his, his wonderful bride. his wonderful wonderful woman. Yes, she go. is that's, a wonderful person. She is a wonderful person. <laughs> and it was uh and Steve Sanders two kids. So we get there and there's Billy Mitchell and Steve having breakfast. So we pulled up a couple seats next to him. And we were we were talking to him. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I think once I did that, it kind of canceled out my call. I can still hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, back to my story. So we get there, and there's Billy and everything, and we sit next to Billy, and there's this guy behind us in the booth. And, uh, yeah, I cut my video out on the... Were you playing Mega Man? Yeah. I can still see it flashing. But now I'm cut out. Oh, never mind. You can, can you hear me? I can hear you fine. Okay. Um, so we were at, at the booth, and, uh, or I mean, the guy behind us was at the booth, and he starts talking to us, and he knows, like, I guess he's like a historian or something, and he knew about the, uh, the life, the original Life magazine. And we, like, pointed out to him, like, you know, there's Billy and Steve, they were in the original photo. And everything's normal. And then his wife comes around the back. And he, he like, <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? And he calls her like a battle axe, which oh, I've heard people call their wives that before. And it's usually <laughs> no big deal. It's just like a joking around thing. And she immediately flips out at the guy and, like, starts cussing and everything else and tells the guy that, uh, she has his credit card and his money, and she walks away. And the guy, the guy, like, starts talking to us again. And like five minutes later, she comes back, and she's a uh, like furious, and starts saying like, "You're going to humiliate me in public and everything." And all of us had like a blank expression on her face because it's like you're in the middle of like a pretty nice restaurant. And you're with a bunch of gaming legends. And these two couples are like fighting at this table. And she starts calling them drunk. And I didn't know that he had been drinking until I like looked over and seen a little bit closer. But the guy like snuck this huge bottle of whiskey into this restaurant. <laughs> and this and is he's for like, breakfast. 
and this is 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, like, this dude's bottle's, like, almost gone. And it's, like, a 1.75 bottle, like a big bottle. And so. then that's when I could kind of tell that he'd been drinking a lot. But he, he, like, did a good job of, like, hiding it. And at this point, Lonnie McDonald comes into the restaurant, like, at the tail end of it. And he comes into the restaurant when it's, like, mass chaos. <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, like, the owner of the restaurant comes in and, like, tries to ask the guy to, like, go quietly and, like, leave. And he won't leave, of course. So then they call the cops. And the cops come in and pretty much drag him out. <laughs> and that wow. was my break. The my, my breakfast with Billy Mitchell and Steve Sanders. And like the first time <laughs> I got to meet, like actually sit down and talk to those two was that, at breakfast while cool. watching a dude get arrested. <laughs> Should have put him in the new uh, recreation with the police and the handcuffs. <laughs> like have him photobomb. <laughs> really? Yeah, that would be awesome. Have Like in the back while we're all standing by the arcade games, you see him being hauled off to jail. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see the uh, uh, Fix It Felix photobomb? Yes, I did. I thought those were pretty cute. <laughs> those were pretty great, to be honest. That was a good idea too. That was yeah, like that, that, was, that was like uh, a last second idea too. Rudy, well, uh, uh, would you mind switching over to TG Live six, seven, or eight? Because uh, one is, uh, we're holding one right now for Michael. Okay? Can Mike get in? Thanks, buddy. He was in, but he didn't have video, I don't think. The, uh, uh, I, I don't know, his, I can't remember his real name, but it, Riddick Rick on Facebook, he uh, does the cover art and everything, and that was his cabinet. And really? he... Uh, when we were doing the recreation photo, or oh, sorry, the big giant group photo, right? I mean, it was in the same spot, in the same cabinet. So, yeah, that, that, the main photo, he wanted, uh, he wasn't sure if he would get in trouble or not. Like, he just seemed nervous about putting it. I go, that would have been awesome. No one would have noticed. And then later on, <laughs> like, wait, look at that cabinet, right? I, thought, I think that would be hilarious. So, but, so then we, we uh, when he told me that, I'm like, well, bring it in, bring it in closer. We'll do some special shots just for that. <laughs> so I, I've got some some really nice ones I've done. And then I, I got a special one, uh, just him and Walter and the cheerleaders with his cabinet. That's my game. Oh, yeah. So I'm relatively new to... Uh, Settle it on the screen. It sounds like it's a uh, competitive type show. Yeah, we're going to have Essel on in a little bit. To, me and him are going to play back and forth on some Moon Patrol. That's the game that he's learning right now. And for those that aren't familiar with Essel, he is a multiple world record holder. Uh, he's got world records on consoles, uh, arcade games. He just did the, uh, the kicker marathon. Where he played over 50 hours. Wow. And he is learning Moon Patrol at the time, which I can't wait to see what he's going to be able to do on Moon Patrol. Give him, you know, a couple more weeks or maybe a month or two of practice. Did he play Kicker on a cabinet or was it a console game? Uh, cabinet. Okay. 
Yeah, he was on Team DKF. So. <laughs> yep. The group that won the Igby. That's the group that I was rooting for the most because most of my friends were on that team. Yeah, I got to play games that drive you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like Anteater? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Pepper 2. Yep. This is a Mega Man 2, Don Juan. I'm playing it on the difficult mode, which is the Japanese regular mode. They didn't have a difficulty option in Japan. You just played it on what we call the difficult mode. Um, we'll use this. So how was the, after the uh, ceremony, I missed everyone going out to get drinks and everything. I know George played some songs at the bar. Trying to do it, well, I was so hot in that suit in those behind or underneath those lights. And it, it's a lot warmer in uh, Ottumwa than it is in Ottawa, where I'm from. So I wasn't quite used to the heat and I got a bit dehydrated. So I, I didn't feel like going anywhere. So Joel and I went back to uh, the hotel room and just got changed and took our time and by the time we got back to we went to the bar where george was playing it was his last song so joel goes woohoo we're here right in time <laughs> <laughs> it was loud i mean he's good but it was it was I'm, I'm not into the bar scene right i'm not a just never never was into the super loud and trying to yell at people to talk to them so we just went and hung out out in the park and then it got late and had a big day the next day, so we just hit the hay. Of course, at the um, ceremony, I was one of the last people to get my award, and Walter didn't have it ready. So, he, well, you know, because some of them disappeared because they were apparently sticking to each other. So some people, if they open up their frames, they might get someone else's award in there too. <laughs> Which happened. Uh, so too. I got, yeah. So I have a, a Billy Mitchell one. So I, I put that in my bed. Took a nice picture of him sleeping with me. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a fun time. It was, you know, it wasn't a vacation for me. It was a, it was definitely a working weekend. But it, that's the kind of work that I, that I just thrive for. I love it. And I love being able to capture people, um, capture their expressions, capture them doing what they love doing, which, you know, talking to people they admire or, or just, you know, people that they, they're really good friends. And I love capturing that and, and sharing it. You did a really great job of capturing the Kong off, too. Oh, thank you very much. That's uh, the Kongoff poster. If I had another one, I would have brought it and just to show people. But I didn't want to show off any of my work and take anything away from what Walter was doing, right? Yeah. I'm not a showboat. I, I, I don't want to uh, ride on anyone's coattails. But I did have a poster. I gave it to Billy Mitchell. But that Kongoff poster, if you ever get a chance to see one, that I printed it on metallic paper. So any of the okay. highlights in the, in the photo, because it's all black and white. Uh, they just they look pearlescent it's just it's a beautiful print it's not poster it's not a piece of paper you stick on a wall it's you know it's a it's an art print that that really should be mounted um so i i, I printed off those i i sell them on my uh created website but you know mm -hmm. i i can't see people wanting to buy one unless they were in the photo right because it's like 
or unless you know you're, you're friends with someone. But I, I plan on uh, the next event I go to, I will bring some with me and, and see if people are interested in them. It's pricey stuff, though, because it's, it is uh, printed on art-quality paper. Yeah. But now what I, what I did this time, I went to Costco and I printed off some uh, smaller versions of uh, Alan Stahl, the, the special limited edition. I'm not sure if you saw any of those. But yep. he, was, he was complaining on Facebook, hey, make my picture bigger because it was teeny tiny <laughs> in, the, in the big collage. So I said, how's this one? And he fills the frame almost, right? So people loved it. They, 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 they were taking it. They were getting their pictures taken beside it. Billy Mitchell and Walters, or, or Mark Hoff actually stuck it on the wall. And then everyone got their picture taken with it, giving it a thumbs down <laughs> because he's Australian. So <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I couldn't believe how much of a hit that was. So I'll definitely print off. A whole bunch of stuff like that, and bring it and donate it to the next event. Let them auction it off. So, I don't even know how many of the Donkey Kong players use the photos that you took during that event as their profile pictures. That that is a huge compliment. When I see that, uh, you know, I was like, "Well, that's so cool." Like yeah. Ethan, he has his. He's had his up yeah, to like he, ever. He, yeah, yeah. So uh, I did two versions of the poster. Um, the first one, I uh, was new at making a poster, so I had it all sized out, and then uh, my friend Steve Grunberger from Australia said, you need the marquee at the top. So I just added it to the top, which made the poster longer, which made it unframable, because now it was a non-standard size. So I, I, uh, for version two, I went and rearranged some of the photos, removed ones that just, eh, just... I only put them there because, you know, I liked the person as opposed to it being a good photo. So then I, I had some more, uh, you know, I, I threw in some bigger versions of, I, I believe, Chris Mitch, or, uh, Mitchell Elliott and uh, a couple like that. And it's now a standard size, so it can be easily framed at Walmart for 10 bucks. That was one, one person I really liked. I, I really had, like, really enjoyed meeting was Mitch. Because <clears throat> like I, I you said him. earlier... It's like we, we converse on the forums and we talk on Facebook and we're, we watch each other's streams and it's like you already know them, but you've never met them, but you're pretty yeah. good friends with. Yeah. Now, I, I've been, I, met, I met Joel West in person at, in Denver at the Kong Off, um, but so that was my experience with him. I was like, wow, I finally get to meet you in person. So we've been best friends ever since. And I was telling him when he dropped me off the airport, I feel like I've known you for 20 years because our sense of humor is so similar. You know, yeah. uh, we, we just get along so well. But uh, Mitchell Elliott, he uh, – and here I am. I always call people by their full name because that's how I read it on Facebook. Yeah. Right? But – He's a lot bigger than I remember. I remember meeting him in Denver, and I was just overwhelmed with how many people were there. And, and, and he came up to me and, oh, hi, it's me. I was like, oh, hi. And I, I didn't, didn't click who it was. And then uh, so this time I, I made up for that, and, and we all went for lunch on Sunday at, at a Chinese buffet. So it was great. But, uh, boy, he's a tall person. Yeah, you could definitely tell that he's a football player. Yeah. yeah. Uh, could... Billy Mitchell's tall, too, because, you know, I know he's tall, but then I, 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 I said, give me your thumb. I want to see how big that thumb is because it's huge in all the photos, right? And I'm like, wow, it's a lot bigger than my thumb. And I know I've got pretty big hands. So His thumb is like a fun Simmons tongue. <laughs> yes, that's hilarious. <laughs> pretty um, much. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, Facebook, any social media, 
you can get into fights with people over the stupidest things. And, you know, the, 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 there was a person that, that I was having a falling out with, but as soon as we saw each other, that all just washed away. That's just nonsense on the internet. You know, like we, we, we buried the hatchet. We made our peace. We had a great time together. You know, that's what was so special about this event. No drama, no gossip, yeah. no drama, no, none of the nonsense. It was just people having fun and, and people wanting to spend time viewing Walter's beautiful works of art. And, and, and when, I walked in that, in. when I walked in that gallery, that's what I thought. Wow, this is, this is art. This isn't just a, a bunch of cards. There's the massive wall of cards. Like You stood in front of it. That yeah. thing is like the monolith from 2001. Yes, it is. I couldn't believe it. Like I overheard somebody talking about it at the event, and, and he had the perfect analogy. It's like someone loaded up a shotgun full of Walter's cards and just shot it at the wall. Yeah. Well, he had uh, two interns, uh, you know, sticking stuff on there for days and days and days. Oh, my God. And I, I, that's another thing I thought of, like, those those two guys that, put all those cards together like that and then back down <laughs> yep yep god bless but those they, guys oh for sure and they uh it wasn't just that one giant wall the whole front of the st- the whole storefront was covered yep. in cards and they had even drawn or drew drawn the uh space invader characters on the backs of some of the arcade machines they did it in 8-bit graphics with cards and no cards it was really cool oh man Yeah, there was a, that one room where where they had, like, some arcade games, like Donkey Kong and stuff. But, like, nobody, like, even cared to play a game. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, but I, I was also, I didn't want to miss any, any photos. I just didn't want to, like, take time away from, like, meeting everyone. Yeah. And, and like, I wanted to meet you, but I, I didn't. I think we crossed paths, but I, I didn't get to talk with you. You know, I mean, there was just so many people there. Yeah, and, there uh, was. And so many things going on at one time, you know. Even I was on stage in the back just waiting to take pictures of people, and they had all the journalists on stage, including, you know, Michael Sroka. And I wasn't sure if it was even him until I heard his voice. I thought, oh, wait a minute, that's his him. You know? <laughs> yeah. But I, I just waved and said hi, right? I couldn't even... Uh, couldn't even have a conversation. Last, it was a great time. Last level before the Wiley stages. So I guess nobody's coming in to join us. This is our new show. We're the new uh, dual co-hosts. <laughs> yep, I guess Mike has the day off or something. He can't get his uh, Skype to work. It was working weird. fine. I phoned or I Skyped him at 9.30. Yeah, hey, Rudy. I I, uh, I Skyped him at 5.30 or 6, whatever. 9.30, I mean. And the video was working and everything here. The video just isn't working for me. Maybe, Mike, if you're listening, try calling back in and see if we can add you to the group again. Um, he, he tried Skyping me earlier, but it didn't go through. Do airman. Oh, somebody's in. Wow. 
wily stages. So far, all all the uh, bosses with no deaths. See if we can get a no death run on this. He's got the wily stages. There's only like two or three parts coming up that kind of scare me. But I think we should be able to pull through. So do you have any history with the Nintendo Entertainment System or just mostly arcade? Me? Yeah. I, f I almost failed every grade in high school because of Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, every, I used to babysit. I was probably 12. Every dollar I ever earned went to buy a Nintendo game. There were 40 bucks a cartridge. Yep. I would, I would, I was scrawny at one point because I wasn't, I, my mom would give me lunch money, but nope, that just went in my pocket for Nintendo games. I, uh, I think in 1985 is when I bought my first NES. And uh, nice. I played them. I loved them. I, you know, I, it was so cool. You had to map out things with a pencil and paper. You couldn't, you know, there was no map auto drawing or anything like that. And uh, I still have some of those maps. So I, yeah, I have I great have, memories I, of it. One of the maps I still have is my uh, Metroid map. I'm sorry, oh, I don't yes, recognize I, anybody on Skype. Will you all? I am Ninglendo, and this is William. I'm Data God. Also known as the Data God. We are doing Settle It on the Screen, and you're watching me play Mega Man 2. Nice. Didn't really follow Mega Man 2. Didn't? It's a classic. I uh, recommend it to anybody that plays N Nintendo games, at least. Used to have Nintendo. Played a lot of games, but never Mega Man. That's... That's the one thing, though, is if you want to get back into Nintendo, the market has skyrocketed for games. They're getting uh, absolutely ridiculous for prices. I bet, but uh, in the meantime, I have different kind of games here. Usually uh, just Xbox and PS3. So what I, games I had... do you normally play? Uh, just right now, I'm playing some Mortal Kombat. Nice. I have or that the on the PC. I have that on the PS, or not the PS3, but the PC. I got it off Steam when they had one of those huge sales. I was looking to challenge Zant uh, or somebody else, uh, Mario, that was here earlier, but uh, I guess he couldn't really do it, so. Oh, I missed that jump all up. Let's see. I sold all my NES games, but I kept Rambo. <laughs> oh, that was a poor decision. <laughs> or do you like it? Because I, oh, at the time, I liked it because there was a way to make sure that his girlfriend <laughs> didn't die. And it was uh, very romantic. <laughs> it, was it was Rambo 3, I guess. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Wonder she who dies on the, the beach UGM. At, at one point. What's that? Wonder who's playing on the UGM. I am. Who's playing on the UGM? It's just me. It should. I think you're seeing my gameplay, aren't you? Uh. Yeah, I guess whoever's playing Mega, uh, Mega Man. Yeah, that would be me. Okay. This is weird. We can't see you either. 
Hmm. Yeah, um, I was having problems with XSplit earlier in Skype. Like, I could get it to recognize everything, but I couldn't do the picture-in-picture picture once I tried connecting to a call. It would instantly, like, shut my Skype down. Oh, my well, God. I was only supposed to be on here for 15 minutes anyway. I didn't mean to keep talking through the whole show, but um, I'm going to have to get going. Okay, maybe we can uh, bring Essel in. I have no idea except for what's going on. It says settling it. Um, Settling on the screen was the old Twin Galaxies podcast. Oh. From the old days, since uh, 2007, Mike has been doing the show. He should be on right now, but he's been he's been having problems with Skype as well. Yeah. Well, well thanks sucks. for having me on the show, and thanks for uh, listening to my experiences over the weekend. Yeah. And I'll I mean, uh, I'll see you guys later. Yeah, it was a pleasure talking to you. Give me a call, Dad. God, when you get a chance. And fill up my third tank. Hopefully I don't die up here. Otherwise, I just wasted that power up. I wonder who was in four and left their cam open. I do not know. Hmm. But if Essel is here, he should probably call in to TG, uh, or TG Live 1. That's how they normally do it. They either have people on 1 or 2. I'm on 2 right now, so you'd have to be on 1. Or whatever. They could choose whatever cameras they We're, we're working on it, guys. Telebro, we're working on it. Uh, just leave TG Live 1 open now and, and TG Live 6. But if, if anyone wants to call in on 3 or 5, that's fine. Okay. Thanks, Andrew. Now, this is Thank the one you. part that I might I might die at. <laughs> this damn box here. Hey, hey. It's a version of Mario. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Dragon on the run. Here we go. Here we go. Now let's see if I can dodge these uh, fireballs. No! No! That sucks. First life. Oh, that's not good either. It looks like you're throwing a bunch of rocks at him. Yeah, I was throwing the uh, boomerang that I got from Quick Man. Which is only useful that part and another upcoming boss battle. Is there a way like to throw boomerangs at him while you're running all the way to the end? Once you throw the boomerang, it just kind of commits to its trajectory. Uh, you can't hit him till you get to that that furthest point in the, away from him where the screen stops. Hmm. Yeah, you can't. You cannot hit him unless that you get to the end of that little gauntlet of theirs, because you won't take any damage until that point. The first time I ever heard about Mega Man was 
when I first played Marvel vs. Capcom. Nice. That's a great game. First time I ever heard of Mega Man was late 80s. My It was one of the games my cousin saved up. Oh, crap, I died again. One of the games my uh, cousin saved up on the further paper route. Never mind, wasn't he in the show called... Uh... Captain N in the Game yeah. Master? Yeah. It was that li- uh, little... It was kind of short in the game, in the show. Yep. That would have been him. green and blue, I believe. And he, t- and he talked like a raspy like mob boss. Yeah. That's when I first seen him. Welcome back, Camp 4. Yeah, sorry, I had to help my son with a video game. <laughs> nice. Now let's see if I can do this, what we like to call in the community, the correct way. <laughs> All right, let's... Uh, try not to disturb you. Oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm not, it's not like I'm doing anything amazing here. I'm just running through the game. I wanted a, uh, I wanted a TG-16. Never did have one. Oh, that's a great system, too. I don't, I don't believe I have one now still. I've been looking for one. Never found one. The only thing I've ever regretted that I didn't buy at a thrift store when I had a chance was a bunch of Vetrix games. Oh, I, I love uh, Berserk on the Vectrix. That's kind of easy. I just didn't yeah, know how much they... Yeah, it's easy if you uh, time the jumps right, <laughs> which I didn't do the first time, obviously. You got hit with that fireball. You would think I the just... dragon would have more uh, things to do, but obviously nothing. It's kind of a rhythm first. to that guy. Rhythm of the night. Rhythm of the night. Oh, what do I want to fill up? What's the most important one? I'd say one, probably. We have that one really nasty boss battle coming up. Really? That quick? Another boss battle? Yep, we're at the final stages of the game. Really? I kind of blew through the fight, the first like eight robot masters. Kind of like how you doing uh, Mario. Kind of. You choose to go through the levels, or you get there quicker. Plus, it helped I didn't fail at all for those first eight levels. Now, I remember as a kid playing Mario, and at one point, I just wanted to see just how far or how long I could get extra lives. And after getting the princess and starting the game all over again constantly, at some point, I had those, like, cloud lives. And then it just kind of shifted. It kind of changed. I was like, whoa, what is going on here. This is something that I've never seen before. 
And of course, later on in life, they had that. Uh, they had all this on uh, YouTube that you could uh, go through extra, uh, go through extra stages. Yep. But I never I knew think, that as a kid. I think things like YouTube and Twitch have really greatly like helped out competition, where people can post speed runs and high scores and. Alright. And it makes people interested into playing those games. Because I, like, I'm playing Zookeeper right now because I, I watched Ross play it. <laughs> and I, <laughs> Let me get a shot here. and then I got a, I got a million point jump and then after that I kind of got addicted to it. You get addicted to everything, Glenn. I, I do. Hey, there's Froka. <laughs> You're like, who is it? Don't challenge Jace Hall into Zookeeper. Why not? Because you'll cry in his pants. <laughs> you cannot beat me. <laughs> That's fine. You don't need kill to screen you. <laughs> well, there's the other hosts of the show, Mike and Nick. Hi. Welcome, everybody, or I guess welcome us. Welcome. welcome. To What's up, Mike? The phones are working. Hey, look at that. Only an hour in. You know, that's that's okay. Yeah. Hey. Uh, oh, so glad we're clap. up. Assuming you started the show, right? What's that? You started the show, right? Yeah, I had no idea I was starting the show. But oh, we already okay. got passed with uh, Data God. Okay. I'm just uh, finishing up the old Mega Man 2. Cool. Um... Obviously, I'm a little scrambled. Um, Snell will be joining us. What did you guys talk about real quick, just so I don't kind of... Just pretty much the same. event. Okay. Someone oh, went robot. We got some news. Who's going to be presenting <laughs> here every week from the show. That's pretty funny. Uh, you might want to hang up and call back so you can get off the robot voice uh, so it'll be fixed. I like the robot voice. The robot voice was pretty damn awesome. Mike, say something real quick. All right, I'll read the robot voice. Awesome. The way to solve it is you just hang up and then call right back. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's awesome. That is awesome. That's the way you want to do the show. Quick, before you sign out, say coins detected uh, and pop. Yeah, Michael, it's... <laughs> I will sign out and try again. Coin detected in pocket. <laughs> A little berserk. Little possible mission sound effects there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a tough game, too. Yeah, I love that game. Oh, this is, no, this is the easier boss. Where did it go? There he is. It's the next boss that really sucks. So do we sound like robots? Sorry, Nick. That's all right. All right. All right. No, you sound okay. Cool. No. So welcome everybody. I guess back to settle down on the screen. I don't know. Did you do a proper intro, Glenn, or no? 
Well, you can do that right now. I am Michael Sroka here along with Nick Hauslander, Glenn Updike, and uh, we've already had our first guest. And welcome everybody else to the Gamer Chat. Um, basically, this is kind of the return of Settle on the Screen. And for much, for some of you who do know, Settle on the Screen is kind of our progression of our show from the Twin Galaxies show, the Twin Galaxies podcast. And the whole purpose of our show is to inform and entertain you about the world of competitive gaming. Um, and that's what we're here to do, and we all know the the growing pains of Twin, Twin Galaxies the past few years, especially for many of you t- tuning in who are arcade and classic console gaming. Um, kind of kind of first part to this channel as we're joining here uh, with Jason Hall's former channel, Elite Lounge, kind of the new, but it is the new Twin Galaxies Live. Um, I I'm sorry, I am a little frazzled because I was so excited to talk about the trading card thing that you guys have already talked about that so i'm kind of at a loss uh glenn is our other guest going to be joining us soon um if yeah he should be is he in the chat right now we'll find out because you could just have him sign on i'm almost done with mega man so oh man i missed it jump again damn you call yourself a world record holder. You well, not on this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, yeah, plenty of other games. Catch you playing some Mega Man in, uh, okay. <laughs> I remember myself playing Mega Man, and it definitely didn't look like that. So uh, that, that was pretty impressive stuff, man. Well, thank you. I'm using a lot of the wimpy ways through some of the... The jumps and stuff like that was a wimpy way. <laughs> Whatever. But oh well. No. You're using Game Genie, right? Yeah, of course. That oh, you know. Where, where are you trying nice. to Skype in? Uh, I don't. We are. Uh, where are you trying to Skype in? Yes. Uh, the styles, the uh, almost a million points on Donkey Kong. He's supposed to join us, and he, my favorite, one of my favorite games. He's the world record holder on Galactic Attack oh, for the Sega God. Saturn. And if you if if you need a reason to own a Sega Saturn, it's to play Galactic Attack, oh, and maybe own a copy of NHL All Star Hockey, so you can play six on six, most unplayable game out there. You, can't, you actually can't. No, I bought two. I bought a. I bought a Sega Saturn for the sole purpose of six of twelve people playing on one console of playing a hockey game, and you can't even play the hockey game one on one. The Madden on there is not not quite as bad. It's pretty horrible, but I believe you can do four on four, and it's kind of playable. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, I don't know if it was kind of playable. Like, was it Madden '97 or something like that? Yeah, we played ninety-seven. It was yeah. better than the hockey game. That's all I remember. Well, it was still it was still. You actually could do something. Yeah, it was still more like, um, more like the current Maddens. So well, it was yeah. Yeah, it was like the. I mean, not current Maddens. Yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, I remember. Hey, Mike. Speaking of hockey, that would be a great idea. With the um, ESPN, maybe me and you could do a side by side and see who uh, gets the highest blowout one day. That'd be cool. I love this. Could be. ESPN, me and you, Rudy. Jordan versus Bird, baby. I'm down. 
one on one. Now that I understand how to do it. <laughs> well, no, Lauren you versus, versus me, Bird. man. No, man. No. Dr. J versus Larry Bird. <laughs> yeah, our broken, our broken game. Our guest is trying to get in. Um, he's trying to get into one of the channels and. I had some. I know Glenn. You had some questions for him. Um, did you guys talk about any? You guys. I'm assuming you guys talked about some of the pictures. Yeah. That Bill took. Okay. All right. Man. Oh well. <laughs> I'll just make one more comment. The picture he took of the journalists from behind. He needed to be in that one. Unfortunately, yes. he was taking the pictures. There's a nice silhouette from behind the stage of us. Uh, if you guys go on Facebook, you probably see it already. Uh, if you check out the icon, Walter Day. I can't. I can't think of the right, correct title right, right now, but that was that was the one thing I did want to talk to him about. Mm. And it, yeah, we did actually talk about that picture. Oh, you did? Yeah, because he oh, said see? it was one of his favorites, and I messed that all up. Well, I think the more we talk to you, the, the worse you get at that game. I uh, know. I'm not bad at this game, no matter how much you talk to me. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, what is your I still beat it without dying. I've only lost two lives and it was on that stupid dragon boss. Hey there, guys. I called back in if you want to have a quick chat about uh, my trip and the photos. Hey. Hey, Bill. How are you doing? Good. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm afraid to ask any questions because you guys probably... You guys, you guys, Probably went over it. <laughs> There's some breaking stuff in the studio. Oh, oh I, Bill, did you get an award? Did you get an award? You got it at the very end of the ceremony, didn't you? Yeah, at the very, very end, when I thought that uh, Walter had forgotten and I had a tear in my eye, <laughs> he, he said, <laughs> we can't forget about Data God. Yeah. I so mean, that was sweet, yeah. Yeah, and I'm so glad you were there to capture it that way. To be honest with you, a lot of times I go to these things for the past three years and I'm always have a video camera on my shoulder, just trying to get something. And this, this event and the previous event this year, I kind of kept it at home, but it is so important to do it, you know? And I was glad that you, you were there to take the pictures. That was, that was so awesome. Cause I didn't have the video camera on my shoulder the whole weekend. I, I, I puddle jumped from airport to airport to get there. And I just wasn't in the mood to, to be doing it, but I'm so glad those photos are awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm I'm very happy that like I had to pack light because I had to do a, a puddle jump as well, different flights, and uh, so I didn't bring like the 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 big big lenses that I have. But I, the ones I brought, I think they they were they worked fine. I was quite happy with them. Yeah, you definitely captured the moment of the social part of gaming as it is, and like yeah. I kind of I kind of joked on Facebook a few weeks about about the trading card event as that. I mean, there what we there was some parties. There was a couple arcade machines, but this event really had very little gaming involved. But it was still it was oh, a lot what? of fun, you know. <laughs> oh man! So what I was what I told the uh, folks earlier when I was just trying to fill the airtime, <laughs> uh, they <laughs> they did they did have an official photographer. I, I didn't catch his name, but I was talking with him for a while and, um, his camera had a malfunction. So oh. I was very oh. happy to have, uh, made it clear to everyone who would listen that I brought my camera and I'm more than willing to take the photos, especially the, uh, the recreation photo. Cause when I heard about that last week, that's when I decided, you know what? I gotta drop everything and book my tickets now. Book so I got, tickets. I got some, yeah. 
I got an amazing deal on the flights and the hotel and everything, and and uh, so I was I was able to come and I I have about 900 more photos that I have to process. So, oh jeez. Uh, yeah. Film, so right? You, you took film, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, no. No, it's uh, yeah, a mercury glass frame. <laughs> it, it, it costs him four times the amount of time in film than it is. Yeah, and if you're not familiar with me and Nick here, you know th this show is always about fun. We're always lighthearted, and we're, we're never because once you're too serious, you know what? Then 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 well well one we make fun of you and make fun of ourselves, but it's just not as fun because we're here to talk about gaming, which is entertainment. We're here to entertain you more than anything. Um, so we're glad you joined us in, or whoever's still sticking around. I hope Glenn didn't bar, uh, bore you to death. No, he was great. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm joking. Come on. <laughs> whenever oh. you've, whenever you ever hung out with me and not had a good time. Exactly my point. That's why you should. Everyone should be here every Friday night. Uh, yeah, approximately eleven o'clock. Well, no, Glenn was here at ten o'clock. <laughs> I was also telling him about me and you playing Double Dragon too, and like how like so on both of our moves were. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We, like we, pixel yeah. perfect. Yeah, me and Glad pl played around 1 a.m. Played uh, Double Dragon on like a 116 inch projection screen or something oh, like that. It was ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get in the chat here, but I can't seem to do that either. It's a, it's a great night of internet uh, connectivity here. I settle it on the screen studios. It's okay. Win galaxies. So, um, most of our show will talk about at some point the controversy, the the way things will evolve with the uh, submissions. Hopefully, returning at some point. Uh, it's going to be. We're going to get back to competing once again. Um, going for a high score. Yeah, people are always competing. You know what I've considered doing? Hmm. Like, I haven't told anybody this, but I kind of want to do a double rollover on Life Force. And I did the math. It'd be like 30 to 34 hours. But now that I know that after you hit 100 lives, you don't get any, or I mean, uh, after you uh, hit 10 million, you don't get any more lives, I'll play it a lot more, like, just straight through. Zero, straight like, through. break time. Just like Toss. Like, man. <laughs> Yep, zero break time. Just sit there and do it. Now, you, do you think when they made Life Force, they were like, "You hit ten million, obviously no more lives. You don't need more lives." Or do you think the program? It's a programming playing. glitch. Stop programming. It's like we do not need to keep going. Anymore. I mean, that's how I feel with like some of the arcade games that are like that, like Galaga. Oh. A Galaga gives you a live every seventy thousand, but then once you hit a million points. It doesn't give you any more free life. So. Yeah. It's kind of like <laughs> Konami codes are like funk, or I mean, Konami games are funk. It's uh, like a Contra. It maxes out at like five million, whatever. It just six million five hundred and something. Yeah, I've done it before. I've done the six, max. Six five three three something. But it's 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 a programming bug, or it's like it ran out of memory and it can't do anymore with the score. I think it's lazy. Um, yeah. Hey, Bill, you're still here, right? I don't see your video. Bill. 
Maybe he stepped away. Oh man, because I want to. I don't know. Did you guys talk no, about I'm here. his? Uh, I'm, here. I'm here. Oh, cool. Uh, it it doesn't matter what we talked about before. You just go ahead and ask your questions. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer. We're, we're gonna go get the recording and answer every Talk question. Hour, we're kind of doing a review. Maybe some people just yeah. This at um, I think we got yeah, I, I had a few questions about your arcade culture magazines. Now, sure. Uh, t tell everybody a little bit just about how you started doing that. Okay, it was a couple of years ago, Richie Knuckles, I uh, met him at the fun, one of the Fun Spot tournaments, and he was there with his traveling show, which was called Arcade Culture, which is Arcade Culture. And I thought it would be kind of a, a funny thing to put my face on a cover of a fake magazine and send it to him, and he, he got a kick out of that. So then every week that he had a show, I would, you know, it, I'd try to find out who the guests were, and I would make fake magazine covers of them and just have silly titles and it just kind of morphed out of that into it's it's its own beast now and uh i think i have about 55 or 60 covers that i've done over the years hmm. that's awesome and, it's, and they're definitely fun too because you do you do a light-hearted job about it you know right and that, that's you look at them that's the whole thing is just, you know, bring some humor to the scene. I mean, there's so much drama lately uh, or at the time. And, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to I'm just going to have fun and, uh, you know, hopefully make people feel good about themselves. And that's what I was saying. That's what Walter does with his card sets and his posters. It's, it's about people making other people feel good and, and to increase uh, just friendship throughout the whole community. You know, so that's yep. that's what I do with my covers. That's awesome. That's why that's part of the reason I kind of wanted to have you on the show. I've been seeing those covers for, you know, a few years now, just here and there, and it's like, oh, somebody else kind of like us doing a show, or we kind of, you know. Well, it, it is. We do obviously. We appreciate it. I think a lot of people because, like you said, there always is so much drama. But really, there's drama. Like, it's it's the minority. Most of it is people just having fun. And most yeah, of it like this gentleman with his uh, bum on the screen there. That's that's a lot of fun right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Woo! You fucking pussies! This sucks! Fuck you! Is that Rocky Rose? <laughs> no, that's freaking Brian Atari in television. <laughs> He's got a hairy butt. Well, see that—that's that who we that bring was out. Huh? Really creepy. That was really <laughs> creepy. That's the audience we bring out to our concert. Yeah, that's what you—that's what you see. At least, uh, yeah, okay. At least we're getting something. You know? Maybe yeah. next week will be girls doing that. One Woo! second, guys. I'm gonna—I'm gonna set it up for Moon Patrol. You just got Moon, we just, <laughs> Moon Patrol. <laughs> Is that the, was that the intro for the Moon Patrol? I mean, what? yes, it was right for now, the Moon think. Off. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. There's a learning curve, everybody. Doing yeah. live, too. You know, I mean, really, though, you talk about what just happened on TV Life 5. I mean, I've definitely seen better. Oh! I mean, oh! That's, oh, that yeah. All right. I mean, I know what uh, he was trying to do. I assume that was a he. Um, <laughs> but um, I know what he's trying to do there. We got our attention. Oh, he definitely did, which is what I'll bring got, a chicken. He was yeah. going for. So, yeah. um, you know, it's all right. I give it like a six out of ten. Hey, he got it. Yeah. He got us cracking. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A shock, shock. <laughs> it's not what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's... Oh, oh, man. 
Maybe that's what he thought of your magazine covers. You know. <laughs> well, speaking of magazine covers, there was one that caused quite a bit of controversy that caused the whole arcade uh, culture magazine empire to collapse for a couple days. Rudy's <laughs> laughing. Rudy knows all about it. I, uh, I, I'm an equal opportunity employer, right? And I, I think that, you know, I don't want to have a click of only the same people's faces on my magazines. I get a little bored of that. And, and I know I have Joel West on there many, many times. But this time I said, let's pick I love Rudy. that greasy hair guy. <laughs> I said, uh, let, let's put Rudy on the cover. So I made, uh, I referred to the whole incident as Rudygate because it was such a scandal. It was unbelievable. Do you know what I did? Do you know the crime of the century that I committed? I put a man's face on the magazine, a fake magazine. A fake magazine a cover. A fake yeah. magazine. I had people calling me, chewing me out. I had, I had hate mail. I had people attacking my, my Facebook page, just spewing their, their, their hatred. It was unreal because I dared to put a man's face on a fake magazine. It was so ridiculous. People were boycotting it. People were clearing. They're, they're saying, we need to boycott this. How can you boycott a fake magazine? Because they're idiots. Really, when it comes down to it, they, they, you know, someone told them that someone told them that someone came on there. I'm going to give him a piece of my mind. It is just foolish, you know. So. You turn your mic up just a little bit. Yeah, I couldn't hear that. Yeah, I can't hear. Oh, you can't hear us. Can you hear you? Can I hear him? There you go. Oh, Nick. No, did you write like Rudy next president question mark? I mean, what is that? I tell you what I wrote. You want to hear what I wrote? <laughs> oh, it's uh, it's out of memory. I wrote uh, Rudy uh, predicts like oh. Rudy predicts the future, right? Like Rudy uh, is he a man, a man or a uh, 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 Rudy? Do you remember what the what the title said? Anyway, he he predicted I can, that I can, um, Twin Galaxy. Give you the, um, the cover. The next you want the cover? No. Yeah, post it up. Next Where am I going to put it? Madman or visionary? Rudy predicts Twin Galaxies sold on eBay, right? Because this was supposed to be a, a, a late cover from a year ago, and Twin Galaxies was sold, right? So he had predicted that it was sold on, on eBay. So that, that, that was it. And, and then that he got the Slaughterhouse record. That was it. That was so controversial. No. It's tough. I mean, when you're producing a fake magazine, I mean, it really is. It's difficult. You do have to deal with a lot of different things. You, you know? can do a lot of critics, too. Yeah, definitely. You know. mean, the critics are always getting down on you for maybe not doing your research or, you know, if you're not sourcing it I correctly. Yeah, I actually come to think of it about the trading card event. Um, for the few that were there, I don't know if you guys talked about this, I gave Walter his own trading card. And I called it a bootleg trading card because I was parodying <laughs> his own cards, you know. Uh, and it, it was, or even Twin Galaxies. It wasn't yeah. an official card. It was, it was actually a business card shape. So it was just like a business card, is what I printed it on. Oh, okay. I printed a hundred glossy, and on the back, <laughs> on the back, some of the well, you know, some of the description is true. Some of the description is, "Oh, Walter is the guy who started all of this. He's a you know good for him." And then in the middle of it. Uh, in Nick's opinion, it's all true, but we talked about how he loves soup. Now, he, I mean, everybody does like soup. I mean, I don't know about if he really loves soup. 
But where that came from is all made up. And I actually got a Facebook message going, why would you put that on a card? I'm like, <laughs> it's a parody card. It's supposed to be fun. The whole soup thing is actually me and Nick in 2010. We never met Walter. We're going to see him. And it's like 1 o'clock in the middle of the night driving through Iowa in the middle of February. And, this is a good idea. And, and, and I don't know where the subject came up that Walter Day loves soup. <laughs> and ever since <laughs> then, no we told Walter our stories that we made up about him and stuff like that. But I just couldn't believe that somebody actually Facebook messaged me the other day. Why would you put that on the back of the car? It's like, see, that's those. Are the, that, I mean, nothing against those people, but you're taking it just another step too serious. Mike, let me guess. Did that person go, you know, if I would have made the card, which is always like, but you know, you're never going <laughs> to. I guarantee you, even if you were given the money and the equipment to make these cards, you would never make a card. <laughs> those are always the people that are getting down on you people who criticize you about stuff like that like your magazine covers they will never once do something like that ever in their lives yep yeah, right. they love to criticize though it always cracks me up it's like the people yeah. who criticize never actually do anything yeah for sure yeah end of rant <laughs> yeah for some reason, i don't know what it is about that so i just don't criticize i don't criticize so, anybody <laughs> No. So, Glenn, you, did you beat Mega Man 2? It looked like I was yep. trying to pay attention. Congratulations. Yes, I'm proud of you. What are you playing now? Is that Mega Man 4? <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know if Estelle's joining us. I'm trying to talk with him. Maybe we'll get him on. Who's on the show for next week, Glenn? I do believe Stephen Wagner. Stephen Wagner, arcade player. Mostly. Amazing arcade player with like a resume like a mile long. Yep. Yeah, Steve's Steve's pretty good. <laughs> He's always in top three or top five at the fun spot tournaments I go to. Yes. He's he's amazing. And I, I'm a... always always number forty two. I don't know why, but like three years in a row I'm forty second place. All the time. I wanna I wanna get him to spot, play man. I wanna <laughs> get him to play some Bosconian. Come to my house. Oh, I'll be there in October. <laughs> oh, I got a Bosconian cocktail table that plays about three minutes and then it just freaks out. So, Rudy, when are you going to play Punch Out again? <laughs> Who knows? Or do we it's have to be a while, four, man. Do we have to pay you four figures to do it? At least. At least that's a that's a lot of prepping. That's a lot of prepping involved. There is. I mean, what, what you were they trying to me, do there, they, man. That's crazy. Yeah, they threw me off. That's crazy. They threw me off. They took. They pushed it a week back, and then they pushed it another week back. It just. It wasn't going to happen. Okay. I wasn't ready. It so wasn't going to happen. Are you gonna Are you gonna do Moon Patrol, uh, Glenn, or no? It depends if it, uh, oh, wow, it worked. Hey, I think we have Moon Patrol. Uh, Who's playing? This <laughs> is Dan. I was oh, Dan? Oh, I was just messing oh, around with Skype. Hey, that's fine. Hey, we, you can be the fill-in, if you don't mind. <laughs> I'm not that good at it, though. <laughs> uh, neither is Glenn, but it was just a friendly <laughs> yeah, Neither is Glenn. Yeah. 
I can get through the champion course a couple times. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. Now, now Moon oh, Patrol, that... there's no joystick, right? It's only buttons, the arcade version. It's a joystick. Uh, no, it's a joystick and a couple buttons, I thought. Okay. Wow, I'm wrong again. I can. No, uh, I'm not. I can set it. I'm just kidding. It's just the monster. I figure if people want to see Moon Patrol, it's like I have it. But I've never actually done a share screen with Skype before. So. Yeah, it's a film yeah. of new opportunities today. Yep. That's what live TV is about. <laughs> you okay now. Let me see if I can get my camera going here and we will... Get some moon patrol going on. The old moon off. So, uh, Bill, you're still there, I think. Um, do do you do you have a, a a favorite game of your own that we need to take photographs of you playing it? Well, uh, I suppose uh, my favorite game is uh, 1943, the arcade. Awesome! Game. Nice. I've been playing that for years. I almost failed college because of that game. I just loved it so much. Um, I think my high score, uh, unofficial, I got it at the Fun Spot Arcade, but of course no one is watching, is 2.2 million. Uh, this year, uh, there was yeah. a ref from Orcade was there watching, and so I got 1.7 million. So that makes me number two on that machine. Brian Koo is the guy that uh, is ahead of me. What did he get? I think he's uh, a- a- 2.1 million. William, I had a question for you. Um, can you um, can you play 1942 and even stand the music? <laughs> I mock that machine anytime my friend Aaron plays it. It's this is the music. Tweet 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 tweet. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's a guy blowing a whistle. I, I, you, should I, you should hear it on the NES. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Yeah. I swear to God, that's what it does the whole game. What, what did we play on? Did we play 1943 on. Uh, yes. On the yeah, NES. So we were playing 94, 93. I, I like those. Those games are awesome. And that's where maybe Estelle would come out. We talk about Galactic Attack. It's pretty much the same type of game, uh, vertical shooter. Uh, I do have a program note here uh, about tomorrow. Um, one, somebody in uh, the classic community here. Um, let me find his name. Um, Ronnie. Uh, where are you? Sorry. Ronnie Del uh, Blanco. Um, he is doing a 24-hour uh, marathon tomorrow on Titanfall for Xbox One. And, of course, Ooh. I mean, you go on Twitch, everybody's doing that. Um, but it, it's for charity. Um, it, the charity is Able Gamers Foundation, uh, which helps makes video games and gamings more accessible to people with disability. Um, he's doing it in honor of his younger uh, brother, Robert, uh, who actually tragically passed away on May 2nd after he was hit by a car while riding a wheelchair home. So, I mean, <laughs> he was playing oh, video. He, you know, he, so this kind of goes to what his brother used to love to do, and these people are, you know, making it easier for disabled people to play some video games, you know. Um, so he's going to be doing a stream tomorrow. There's some sponsors uh, that will be giving away. Uh, I got, I'm sorry. I'm a little 
we got some some things from Electronic Arts, Prima Games, Evil Controllers, Games Beats website, um, and Arcade Party. Uh, they're giving away some prizes for uh, during the during the run of the twenty four hours uh, for the donations. So if you can check it out, um, you just Facebook Skizzle for Able Gamers. I'll spell that. It's facebook.com slash s k i z z l e the number four. A B L E gamers, um, and that's where you can find the information. So, twenty-four hours of Titanfall tomorrow here on Twitch. And yes, awesome that was the stuff. longest. That was the longest program note ever. <laughs> Thanks. All right, you Dan, you ready? ready? So we have Daniel here play uh, face off for Moon Patrol. Oh, it's on now. Can you see it? The screen, all right. I can't do the screen cap thing. We see. We only see um, punch out still. Oh, hang on. Let me check. Fix this then. So what's the, so what's the next uh, issue of Arcade Culture, Bill? Oh wow! I never even thought of that. I was trying to do pictures you have. (laughs) I was trying to do, well, I guess the next one was going to be a group photo, you know, but the problem is it's sideways or it's, you know, a different uh, perspective than um, it it wouldn't fit on a magazine cover. So I'll have to think up something. Yeah. You got to use one of your vertical pictures. Yeah. And, and I never know what's going on in the magazine. It's just, it's a process. I throw a picture down and I just start thinking goofy things and, and, you know, it takes about an hour or two to start writing, and they're usually pretty funny. I, I could sit, because I brought about 100 copies with me, I could sit there and go through each and every one and laugh out loud as I get my own jokes, right? So uh, some people, they, they, may not, they might not understand, you know, what, what is this one about? What does that mean? You know, but I get the jokes, and I like explaining them to people. Do you ever just put a picture on there and then throw something on this as a total inside joke to just you? Uh, yes, uh, the very first one I ever did was about me, right? I mean, how, how mm-hmm. inside of a joke is that? <laughs> and, and no one knew who I was or anything, right? But I, I said, uh, you know, he traveled to Fun Spot uh, for, uh, for a hug. Now he's a superstar. So what happened, Richie Knuckles had a, a auction, and I won the auction. He was auctioning off on a show, one of the Kong off uh, number one marquees. And I demanded to, a hug from him as well as, to sweeten the pot, right? And two bags of Cheez-Its. If you've ever heard him <laughs> screaming out two bags of Cheez-Its, yep. that's where it's from. So at Fun Spot, I met him. He gave me a, uh, he gave me my marquee, he gave me the Cheez-Its, and he gave me a massive hug. So that's what I put on the cover. You know. it was, it was, <laughs> but yeah, there's lots cool. of covers like that with uh, inside jokes. Uh, what I've done lately, uh, there's, you know, I, I don't want to mention names, but there's there's people that just don't like me, right? I'm a nice guy, mm-hmm. but I rub I certain people like the, wrong, the wrong way. <laughs> and uh, so I'll put in Swedish at the top of some of the magazine covers, little, little hidden messages just for them. <laughs> so they, And I know that they're the type of people that would go translate that and figure out, oh, I can't believe he wrote that to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> why don't, seriously, why don't they like you? I mean, is there like, are they, are they just like mad? He's like, Canadian. <laughs> I'm gonna call back in, guys. I'm on the cover. It, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it, it harkens back to Rudy Gate, right? 
you know, Rudy has people that love him and he has people that hate him. He's, he's a polarizing person. And, you know, I put him on the cover. So that meant to some people that I was his biggest supporter. Right. And uh, so they, they just have a hate on for me for, for that. It's ridiculous. Don't worry. I got the same deal going on. <laughs> it's like hate you're on. friends with that guy. <laughs> Exactly. So I had a falling out with the makers of the No Princess in the Castle movie, right? And they all—they were all involved in attacking me and, and attacking arcade culture and boycotting, and it, it was ridiculous. You know, it was ridiculous beyond belief because I'm a huge backer of certain members of that group's other Kickstarter projects. You know, and it, you know, you're—you guys are, are, are fools. You know, like you—you you, you attack your supporters. So anyway, so I'll put messages like uh, "hot castle women," but I'll write it in Swedish, <laughs> you know, because you know, hey, I, I think women are hot, and you know, if they're in a castle, I'll write, <laughs> you know. So that's just uh, a silly, just a silly way of uh, getting back at people. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, they're being silly about not, you know, not associating, and that—that's the kind of the, and that's back to the trading event or the trading card event, and that's where that sense would be gone because the internet creates that tension a lot of the time, you know, I mean, especially if somebody misspeak or mistypes, for example, I am probably the worst at English, right, Nick? Yeah. I mean, nobody can. So I know I can be misunderstood by, but still the reason we're all associated with each other in the classic arcade and gaming twin galaxies, virtual world from the past is that, you know, we all love the idea of competitive video gaming and, that trading card event was the prime example. Everybody came to enjoy everybody's company, you know, and there's disagreements with people there, but we still all put that aside and had a great time and traded pieces of paper around, you know. Absolutely. When I was mm-hmm. on stage taking the photos and I was listening to people give their own little speeches and that, and, you know, I don't want to name names or anything, but there were people who, you know, they had tears in their eyes and their voice was breaking and they had a history with other people, but it was all forgiven. You know, it was, it was quite a moving moment. It was great to see people who had a falling out years ago able to reconcile. Yeah. Well, and it is amazing. I mean, you just hide behind the shroud of the internet once you see people in person for the most part it usually breaks down i mean i i it's it, it is the problem too i mean we all know each other for the most part because of the internet but yeah. at the same time the internet is what causes all the fights so it's kind of hmm. a strange dichotomy yeah if it, if it wasn't for the internet i would have never met glenn yeah you know i mean i would we would have been at the same place but we would have never talked because of yeah. the internet you know, and now look, we're doing a show, and you're playing Moon Patrol, my, one of my favorite games of all time. That is quite what's the Dan's score at? What's Stan's score at? We can't really yeah, see, it. see it. Dan, can you hear us? Can you, can you tell us your score? Or are you concentrating too hard? Here we go, baby. Concentrating too hard. I don't think he's got to that part in the game where he's like memorized everything on the ground. It's those damn saucers. Looks like a laptop. He's playing on main. 
Yeah, I couldn't get the screen cap to work. No, but... that's good. No, that hey, that's that, that that might be the official way here. So, yeah, if I get 1.5 million on this run, we can use it as a submission. <laughs> Which ain't yeah, but don't make sure you play any game music because Twitch might not archive this episode. If you have any video game noise, oh, that's what me and Nick were going to talk about just yes, a little no, bit. I think I'm trying to think of a way. Around. Yeah, that's a very good, valid point on some things. Yeah, and we already know that NES Contra, they will mute your your stuff for playing that game. Yeah, because of the music. So if we sing it right now, will they mute this broadcast? Let's find out. Oh, oh, you're a little early. Copyright violation has been detected. So, no, yeah, we'll see if we'll be muted. We'll see if this broadcast will be muted now. We'll find oh, out. It's archive broadcast. I don't think you're pitch Google. perfect enough to get it muted. I don't know. It was I mean, close. It, it was close, it, buddy. It, dude, it's Google. Google it's, is in control. Yeah, I mean, okay. Just, easy way to do just, it. Just you put it that way. Hey, w- once Google and Facebook <laughs> come together, I mean, we're just... We're just doomed. Just just close the internet off. It, when Facebook and Google get together, it's going to be Terminator. I mean, it's just... There's only one person who can save us. John Connor. John Connor. <laughs> oh, so we got, what, about eight minutes here left on our show? Yep. Really got Gosh. thrown off tonight, but that's what technology does to everybody. And we're missing our guests. We'll bring him. We'll, we'll for sure make sure get him working. Maybe we'll fit him in next week, but uh, we'll yeah. have Steven Wagner on next week. Maybe he'll be playing some Bosconian um, oh or whatever God, he has available awesome. to him. Because that's a game I – that is a game I would gun for a world record. Marathon yeah, me and – uh, Marathon and five-man. Wouldn't that be great if, like, me, you, and Steve got together at a venue and played Bosconian together? Okay, first, uh, on the same machine, I'm hoping, because to get three Bosconian machines in the same place is going to be hard enough as it is. Or three working ones. Yeah. I actually bought my Bosconian to turn it into a Galaga cocktail. Are you kidding me? No, that's the no. I love Galaga, and I wanted a cocktail table, and I saw a Bosconian for two hundred bucks. I'm like. There's my Galaga table. <laughs> I know, but after I learn, after I learn that Bosconian, well, not no, it's not a better game that yes, they started turning Bosconians into Galagas because it's the same uh, pin set. Then I figured, well, maybe I should keep it. Yeah, Bosconian's a way better game than Galaga. Come on now. Yeah, I don't know. Galaga has always been. <laughs> You're not gonna touch on that one. <laughs> No. They're both equally inferior to 1943. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, no, can 1943 you play two players on arcade? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. See, I love co-op games more than anything in the. The neat oh, thing yeah. about that game and co-op is if you fly your plane, if you're low on gas and you run out of gas, you lose the game, right? So if you're if you're low on fuel, you hover over the number two guy and you suck fuel out of his plane. So it evens them out. So it can be almost competitive, but you probably aren't going to live very long doing that. No, I I look at those games as team play all the time. Not, 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 
Yeah, competitive 1943 doesn't, you know, so two guys playing on the same. I'm going to get this guy. Nah, I think that's a see as long as you can go. It's like playing gold mass and fighting each other. I've used three continues and I haven't used any magic yet. Like now, if you, going. now if you're playing get, uh, golden axe and you could use magic on the other player, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yes. Like, I want to. Whoever gets the, you know, whoever is. Yeah, terrorists or player. Yeah. I don't know yeah. these things. Yeah. Oh. So then, what's yeah. your, your favorite arcade game? What's your favorite arcade game of all time, Mike? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'd still, I'd still say Galaga. Galaga? Yeah. It's That's it's fine. a game where I it's a game where I can play over and over and over again and still even though it is the same thing over and over again it doesn't seem to get old for me. It it might get like Basconian, I mean when I got it man I played that thing like every day 3 hours. But now it's just I only can play it so often, you know. So it de- it depends on the game, you know. I, I almost guess- got a mil- million once on Basconian and then the bar closed. I was like 960,000 points. <laughs> and then I had to quit because of. Which was sad because then, like a week later, they got rid of it and replaced it with a cruise in USA. Yeah, that's a good. That's one of my favorite games, too. <laughs> I know it's not a classic one, but. But to replace a Bosconian and a Dig Dug. Yeah. Hey, they play. They replace Bosconians with Galaga, so you know. <laughs> Actually, another favorite. Well, you know, I'll give you a close second right now is uh, Food Fight. Oh, Food okay, Fight that's is kind a great of. One. That's a great game. Tesla gotta, actually went to go pick up a Food Fight cab. What about Bionic Man? No, I guess not. I guess you're the only one, dude. I like. Well, we got a few, I guess just three minutes here or so until we until the next show comes up. Um, I'm not prepared to tell you what the next show is, but I believe it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's TG Gaming Live. Um, I think uh, it's not League of Legends, is it? I can't see it right now where I'm at. I'll find out. Hold on, stay there. Okay, you'll find out it's right there. Um, but next week we'll most likely have Steven Wagner on us. Hopefully we will have the problems that we had today. Um, and maybe we'll have some more news uh, about world records and uh, hopefully the competitive seat. No, Nick, you got to look down a little bit. You got to click the other window. I did cover the I got Igby. It. I don't know if you knew about that. The Igby, the Internet Gaming Bash of the Year. Donkey Kong Forums. Don- they had like all the scoreboards and all the competitive sites gather up their best players and just go at it at a ton of games. And Donkey Kong Forum won with Retro Uprising taking second and Galloping Ghost Arcade taking third. Dan was a part of it. Dan tore up some Anteater and some Pepper too. But I think next year Twin Galaxy should start up a team. Yeah. 
and compete. Yeah. No, that's specific time. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep streaming here. FGC Live is next. Um, and uh, sorry for the late start. We just had some sign in because we do this show remote. We're not in the uh, Twin Galaxies Live studio. We do the, we do this every week. So please like us on Facebook. Uh, please come back next week. Please give us comments. Tell us you like us, you hate us. It doesn't matter. We just want your feedback. Actually, we love hate. We love hate. Yeah, you know, I love it. hate mail is my greatest. Or Facebook messages where you tell me you have a problem with me. That those are even better. I read those on the air every week. Um, I've never so, met you, and I know nothing about you, but I have a serious problem. I have a serious problem with you because you didn't like you because you like Gallagher better than Bosconian. <laughs> well, if you have a problem with me, please send me a message. For my <laughs> host, the, um, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks to Bill for joining us uh, here tonight and staying with us the whole two hours. Appreciate it. Um, thanks, Glenn. thanks, Glenn, for, uh, Glenn for, uh, up our yeah, keep it, keeping the show going. And that's what you're kind of here for. If we can't sign in, you can keep the show going. Uh, thanks to Dan, who's beating Glenn in Moon Patrol. I don't know if that's ah! true or not. So, probably. Yeah. Dan's a machine. Yeah. And for my host, Nick Houselander, and I think we're already out, so it doesn't matter. Peace. Bye. Yeah, we're out. They're, they're on the, they're on the, uh, transition. Cold stop. I don't know how that went, Glenn, but hopefully next week's different. So, yeah, I'll see you. Yeah, they're they're on their PSA, I believe, or PSA. Um. Oh, we're not on live. Oh, okay, we're good. Oh, we're still good. I'm sorry. <laughs> we might be. They're telling us we are. Oh man. Well, we'll get this figured out for next time. <laughs> Oh, we have four minutes left. Okay, there we go. Okay, we're, we're still going a little bit, but oh, man. Oh, well, here, let me finish the outro for my house, Nick Houselander, and my Mike Soroka, and we're going to run credits for the next four minutes, of course. Um, I guess in terms of classic stuff, it looks like tomorrow night on the Twin Galaxies Live, and I did not know that this that arcade culture is going to be on Saturday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time uh, with uh, – Richie Knuckles, uh, his show is coming to the Twin Galaxies live network. I don't know if network's the right word to use. I haven't been instructed, but he'll be here tomorrow night. Uh, he'll probably be talking about the Icon event as well and all the good fun we had there. Um, hmm. So, Nick, what are you doing this weekend? What video games are you playing this weekend? Oh, <laughs> The ones I always play, you know, Bionic Commando, uh, Mary Kay and Ashley's Passion Adventure. That's always the best one. You know? That's a good classic game. game. They were, they were like two. Like, PlayStation two, like, One, right? No, the arcade version of it. There's an arcade yeah, version. Like 1988. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How many machines are there? Uh, a couple. Really? Wow. Hmm, that's weird. I don't know. They love them over there. I'm gonna play Britney's Dance Beat for the PlayStation Two. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Again, the dance. You know, everybody's like, oh, Mike, you like playing the Guitar Hero, and there's just dance out. I'm going to go back to the PlayStation 2. Is that considered classic yet? Probably no, not. No. It's not been 10 years. years. Okay. 20 years. All right. So uh, Sega Saturn um, is a 50s classic. Okay. So I'm going to play a modern system, play Britney's Dance Beat. That's be sweet. Better than those DDR games, for sure. Oh, definitely. Those games are 
and they're awesome. <laughs> I happen to love them. What's that? What was that? Two minutes left. Two I minutes. I happen to love DDR. No, so do I. I like the... Glenn, was it me and you that were playing that game? I can't remember. I was playing it sometime. What's that? Did me and you play DDR in uh, Milwaukee? <laughs> For like... Uh, you weren't there the year that I played DDR. Okay, I was going to say, I played it with someone. I was, I was really hammered, and they talked wow. me into playing DDR. Yeah, I, I was as well. <laughs> I was really good at it, too. You played Cubert hammered pretty yeah, well, you too. Really at, you were great at Cubert, man. Yeah, I, had a, I was playing that with a bottle of whiskey in my hand. Whooping oh, you chumps. Yeah, you did, man. It wasn't even close. Doubled her. One minute remaining. One minute remaining. We have one minute, so I guess we can say goodbye again. One minute left in regulation, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. <laughs> I love that voice. No, they won't. So F FGC is up next. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hopefully we'll see you next week if everything goes well. <laughs> but... Uh, so th thank you for joining us. And like I said, always tune it in here. Always chime in on the open channels. Uh, always join in here on the Twin Galaxies live channel. Um, it, the best part is the community and you being involved as well. So for my host, Glenn Updike, Nick Houselander, and myself, Mike Soroka, we'll see you next time. See you guys. See you. We'll probably still have 20 minutes but, or 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Seconds oh, remaining. Oh, right <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>